This is Pookin signing on. Steve Pookin's here. I'm Dave Barkley. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, hello, and welcome to Sunday Afternoon Baseball with Paul and Dave. I'm Paul Frank. I already told you who I was. Yeah. Um, I got that out of the way. Steve Pookin's here. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Seamless. Steve Pookin is doing a dead-on impression of himself. (laughs) We are playing the New York Mets today. Oh, yeah. And uh, what a week it's been. Yeah, we We lost a bunch of games. And we won a bunch of games. So I guess... uh, Pretty baseball. Yeah. That is your Blue Jays update. Good night, folks. Oh, here comes the tray. I gotta get off the tray. <laughs> oh, it's Brandon Moore bobblehead day today. Oh, perfect. We should go. Yeah, we should go. For Sunday afternoon baseball. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's where Steve is, besides here on the couch. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Go get a bobblehead. Yeah. I like to be in two places at once, sometimes three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's probably just like, I'm going to go get a bobblehead and then make it back for the podcast. <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to recreate what I said when I'm here and I can say it for you. I know. I don't know what's wrong with this. Oh, Henderson Alvarez is rocking a pretty cool headband today. Yeah, that's like what Roberto Alomar used to do, except his said no fear on it. Serious. I remember that. Yeah. Remember when no fear was a thing? Yeah. And it's, uh... Oh, oh wait. Here we go. Uh, hey there, folks. Uh, it's me, Jamie Campbell. Here's the three ways to win. Uh, first pound it down. That means you send it to the dog pound uh, in a crate. Exactly. And if the dog isn't claimed within the next 30 seconds, it's put to sleep. Rekindle the flames means that the whole block that Henderson Alvarez lived on went up in flames, and he needs to finish the job and burn the whole neighborhood to the ground. Uh, sad story. Uh, then finish the drill. That means uh, someone has been drilling in the sidewalk, and uh, Brett Lowry has to uh, continue the job. Well, exactly, Jamie. It's disgraceful. He left his tools everywhere. He needs to finish the drill. He started drilling, he needs to finish the drill. It's just that simple. Yeah, you can uh, leave it undrilled or else there'll be no hole in the ground. Let's do a flashback to the time I cut Bach Martinez about to leave halfway through a drill. <laughs> or let's even better do a flashback to the time that you caught him doing that. <laughs> uh, hey, Buck. Wow! I was just about to knock out for lunch. Uh, what about all this drilling that has to be done? I don't know. I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's power tools everywhere. That's a sign yeah. of an affluent neighborhood. You can't have lunch yet. It's 9.30 a.m. I can have lunch whenever I want to. I was the player manager for the 2001 Blue Jays. I don't think you know uh, what was in that contract you signed. Well, all I know is I have no regrets. That was three ways to win with uh, Jamie Campbell and Greg Zod. Yeah, Uh, cool, man. I also went to go see a movie called What to Expect When You're Expecting. (laughs) That's great, Steve. Yeah, why'd you do that, Steve? Oh, I guess um, because I'm pregnant. (laughs) Steve. Steve. 
You're a man, you can't be pregnant. Too much riding in cars with boys for you, Steve. <laughs> That's is... another movie you went to see, right? Yeah, but that was in the 90s. <laughs> right, you know, it's always the 90s somewhere, I have found. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wright's back in the lineup. Yeah, why was he even off yesterday? Hurt. I was yeah, sitting beside a, a young Mets fan yesterday. Oh, yeah. He was from New York, and he was pissed that Wright wasn't in the lineup for no reason. But is there a reason? He's hurt. Yeah, he was injured. Broke his legs? He broke all his legs and arms. All eight? Well, he... All eight of them. Yeah. He's a spider player. <laughs> he really broke the spider player barrier when he came into the league. They should retire his jersey. Yeah. All over baseball. Just like the Jack. <laughs> so you call Jackie Robinson? Yeah, the Jack. You know who I bet calls Jackie Robinson the Jack? Who's that? Brett Lorry, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we haven't had a podcast since he went crazy and threw his helmet everywhere. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I find that's something that a lot of people are asking me about as a Jays fan. Oh, yeah? What? Do you, yeah, yeah. And I just say, well... He's a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can really say. That was insane what he did. Yeah. Like he, you know, and the baseball would rule that he wasn't throwing it at the umpire, but he was throwing it in the direction of the umpire. Like, Yeah, you're still throwing your helmet down in anger while arguing with an umpire. Yeah. And, you know, admittedly... You're still being a real jerk. Admittedly, like, bullshit call on the ump's part. Mm -hmm. Like, no doubt about it. Yeah. I, I want to quote one of my favorite bands right now. Brett Larry, don't look back in anger. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett Larry? <laughs> yeah. Steve, I didn't know you liked Oasis so much. <laughs> yeah. Or the... You like got okay. Okay, cut, Krista. <laughs> not only did you get Steve's favorite band wrong, but you got the name of the player wrong. <laughs> I just want to quote one of my, if not my favorite band. It's arguable. Brent Larry. <laughs> oh. Get off your wonder wall. <laughs> Uh, I did it on purpose, you bass. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna be Steve. Oh, we're playing with a bobblehead in the clubhouse. I hope Steve brings us all bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then tries to make up some reason why how oh, he got them. Oh, I will bet you money. But that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 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 but sometimes you just gotta roll with it, right, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you know my man's lyrics. That's great. Is that an Oasis song? Roll with it? Yeah. You gotta roll with it. You gotta take your time. time. Everything's gonna yeah, be alright. That's the Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Oasis we that's know. one of the three songs I know by Oasis. Oh, uh, have you seen. That there's going to be some kind of uh, some kind of cosmic event tonight. What's happening? Fireworks? Champagne supernova. 
That's what we're doing. No, this is going to be a solar eclipse, though. Oh, That's a daytime event. Solar eclipse. Is it maybe a lunar eclipse to me? No, it's a solar eclipse. When is that happening? It's during the day today. When? Should we look at it? We'll only see about a quarter of the sun gone. Krista, can we look directly at it? No. Can Dave? No. What if we have a pinhole camera? Yes. I think. What if we just have our bear eyes? No. What if we put on some bear eyes? Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> what if we look at it through the eyes and innocence of a bear? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, do animals know not to look at a solar eclipse? Animals are a lot smarter than humans. Do you think there's just going to be a shitload of blind animals after today? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, only the human variety. This is my impression of an animal. What's going on with the sun? Ah! (laughs) 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 The sound of a bear going blind. (laughs) (laughs) So we were saying before that we we felt sad for Adam Lind. Oh, yeah, I was kidding. (laughs) No, I do feel sad for Adam Lind. I... I've loved that guy since 2006 when he came up. Yeah. You know? And then he, you know, I've recently gone on record as saying he's the first Jay this year on my shit list, and I don't think I'm... Yeah, that's true. Of, I don't think I'm alone Jay's. in that. In it's that true of so. a lot of callers to Jay's talk. Mm-hmm. They finally got their way. Oh! Oh, who is Guys it? in here! <laughs> Steve's here. Steve, Steve's here. Who's at the door? Oh, they're already beating us. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, we haven't lost in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I got a problem. Yeah. Huh? I was at a bachelor party yesterday uh, for my best friend. Uh, I thought 25. Steve was your best friend. Yeah, it was Steve's bachelor party. <laughs> oh, where are you going, Steve? We broke a chair over his head. I'm getting married and I don't even know it. <laughs> the best way. Anyway, uh, so we went from like 9.30 in the morning uh, until about 4 in the morning, the following morning. Ouch. And now every time I burp, I taste scotch. That's not good. I know. You're really running yourself into the ground. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> I'm doing it, but I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Steve, uh, Krista filled in for you as Steve. I mm. see. So, it's going to be golden. Yeah, is. you're going to like that. Part. You're going to love it. She said your favorite band was Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> Call me up from the miners anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we've got a guy on third. But two outs now. Two outs now. So, things are coming along. Coming along? Yeah. We might score more than two runs this game. I think this is... Is this the first time all series we've been trailing? Yeah, I think I don't so. like this. Sounds who's, right. Who's pitching today for the Mets? Dylan G. Oh! oh! No, that's a catch. That counts. What a snatch by Colby Rasmus. But that was a hit, though. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Did he trap it? Is that what they... No, okay, no, it's a... No, he's arguing. 
How is that true? Well, he had it and then he dropped it, I guess. Yeah, but that was a clean catch. Out, but... um, I'm really glad that Matt's eliminated the black from their uniforms. Yeah, yeah, this is like kind of old, like, like back to basics, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, way to go, Matt. Yeah. Just like us. Just getting rid of that 90s black. Yeah. The Piazza Mets. Yeah, I think it was when they, the Piazza Mets made the World Series against the Yankees. That you were like, fuck the Mets. Yeah, and I was like, I guess, because in theory I thought a Subway Series was real cool, but when it happened I was like, oh, this is because the money is in New York. And yeah. now there's no baseball anywhere but New York. That's dumb. It was dumb. That was a dumb World Series. Mm-hmm. That was right at the end of that big string of Yankees World Series wins, too. Yeah. That it was, was, it was just the darkest day. It really was, yeah, because they were winning every year, and then it was like like the worst thing that could possibly happen was that the other New York team would be the other team in the World Series. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I like I just I just like the Mets as an alternative to the Yankees, and I think that cheering for the Mets as a Jays fan is a good way to stick it to the Yankees. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. At the game yesterday, I was, I was sitting beside like a 12-year-old Mets fan. Was he wearing headphones and glasses? That's how I imagine Mets fans. <laughs> good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... I yeah, wasn't so, it used to. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's where I thought you were going. <laughs> I just didn't really understand why. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking of Steve Bartman a little bit too. He's a Cubs fan, like He's Steve. A Cubs fan, yeah. I'm just saying, Cubs and Mets fans are nerds. That's true. I'll I will back that 100. percent And. uh and Yankees and White Sox fans are rappers. That's true. They big time, buddy. They play rap. They they play that rap music. They chant rap music. That we call they chant it. They yeah. chant it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. It's not singing so much as chanting. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the scouting report for Harry Alvarez. No need for strikeouts means that he doesn't need uh, what he's bowling. He doesn't need uh, to bowl strikes because he gets them all out of his system. He's pitching with confidence, which means that he's pitching and a con man is really taking his money. Loves the ground ball means when he goes to the ball, uh, he likes it uh, in the on the ground. He likes a land-based uh, ball for ballroom dancing, uh, oh, and yeah. not not fifty thousand feet in the air like most traditional balls. I went uh, took some ballroom dancing lessons as part of a con game that a con man was playing on me. Oh yeah, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think we have a flashback for that. Let's do a flashback to Pat Tabler taking ballroom dancing lessons from, let's say, a con man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello, I'd like to take some ballroom dancing lessons. Pat Sampler, I'm teaching this class. Uh, are you, aren't you my co-worker, Buck Martinez? Yeah, yeah, wait a minute, but like, it's not really paying the bills, so I had to moonlight as a ballroom dancing instructor. I guess that makes sense. How okay. much are these lessons? Oh, uh, they're $50,000. You must be really good. Let's get started, okay. And together, step back and jump in the air and down on the ground and together back and watch out for the car. Are you sure this is the waltz? Yeah, this is the waltz. Now, now, uh, make your body into a star. I'm pretty sure this is Aquafit Phase 1. Yeah, okay. And then, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody handed you a really hot stack of pancakes. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, and now throw them back in his face. Yeah! Okay. And now, you're being chased by a grizzly bear. Oh! Alright, and now the grizzly bear is kindly offered to you to dance. <laughs> this really better impress Mrs. Tabler. Okay, and now he ate you. I'm so <laughs> sad. You're alive, but slowly being digested by him. This dance was my Waterloo. This scouting report is brought to you by Potholes. Potholes! When you're driving down the street, avoid them! Potholes! Try to hit them on purpose, you just never know whether it's gonna benefit your car. Potholes! That's what I call the holes in my wall that Mrs. Tabler threw pots at. Potholes! That's what I call pee holes, which is what I call Albert Pooh holes. <laughs> that was the scouting report for Henderson Alvarez. Brought to you by potholes. That's what I call pee holes. It's true. Which is what I call Albert Pujols. <laughs> Something you and Buck Martinez have in common. <laughs> yep. Oh, we have so much in common. Is it a con when someone just says they're <laughs> vastly overpricing what they're giving you and you accept it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and if they're not really teaching you how to ballroom dance. Mm, yeah, that's and true. Yeah, I think I set it up as a con. I think so. They're overcharging for something they're not qualified to deliver. It's as close to a con as Buck Martinez will ever get. Yeah. That's that's true. <laughs> he doesn't understand much, but he has a basic understanding of how cons work. Because <laughs> <laughs> of his time in Kansas City. That's right. So... I have a question. How come some people are called Andres and some are called Andre? Uh, I think Andres is plural for Andre, if I may. So you can assume that there's more than one Andres Torres. Oh. I think. But I only see one guy. Yeah, but maybe it's like an Olsen twins thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or he's they too, switch him out. Yeah, he's too young. So like... Because of the union rules, like right, yeah, he can't, that's what, that's he what can't I work more than an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I assume. And they also they have four because there's Torres. Yeah, so they gotta switch out Joe Torre every once in a while. <laughs> yep. Some Andres, some Torres. You got yourself an Andres Torres. <laughs> And Torres is also the magical beams that come out of my feet. Torres? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Pew! Super feet. 
<laughs> Just like that movie, The Avengers, which I haven't seen. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Can we just talk about how great The Avengers was? Oh my god. There were so many superheroes, you guys. Wait a minute. How many? Oh, uh, I don't know. Two? Chris three, and I watched the trailer four. and then we decided to see a Norwegian thriller instead. You guys chose wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> they both got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, well, what? Yeah. So 93% from the one guy who saw the Norwegian <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> he was like 93%. I give it 93. No, it was really good. It was a Coen Brothers esque thriller about a, a short guy who was an art thief. And then. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It really catches up to him. Yeah. Not Avengers awesome, but. Well, there was, it wasn't 80 superheroes. Dave, do yourself a favor and go see the Avengers before it's too late. You paying the bill? No, I'm sitting on my wallet weird. Oh, yeah. You know? Do you always keep your wallet in your back pocket? Yeah, bruh. I always keep it in my front pocket. Steve, what do you do? Yeah, front pocket. Oh, front oh, pocket? You go front right, I go front left. Ah, I don't to... know. Why would you put it in your back pocket? I don't know. I think I saw a video once where pickpockets were stealing a lot of wallets out of back pockets mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Yeah. So that made me... When it time came time for young Dave to get a wallet, because <laughs> I had so much money, I was like, I can't just hold this in my hands anymore. I shall be a front pocket <laughs> wallet keeper. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, and I never have a situation where I sit down and I'm like, oh, I'm sitting on my wallet. Yeah. I'm constant. Like, fuck, I hate it. I don't know. But you should switch. <laughs> I already keep so much shit in my pockets. So. Like what? Like shit. Like poo. You, why would you do that? Yeah, just in case. What <laughs> situation would come up? Case I, case I need sh- it. Shit in your pocket. Well, what if you need it? Yeah, but you you won't. You might. What's going on now? Oh, it's loud a out. Fly ball. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and then Neuvenheisen really took a tumble. <laughs> Neuvenheisen. <laughs> What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mets have all these weird blonde outfielders. Yeah. See, Thames is laughing because of what the nerdy thing Neuvenheisen did. <laughs> I should find out what that guy's real name is. Yeah, Thames isn't getting down. If he's not getting down, Dave's not getting down. Oh, a walk. What a fundamentally flawed team. Here's the scouting report for Devin Gray. Avoid the sophomore slump means that he's in junior high now, and his posture is bad. He relies on power, which means to help his posture, he drinks a lot of Powerade. Keep runners off base means that he's got running shoes that he's got to keep off of, um, off of paste. It's, it should say, keep runners off paste. Here's because- a flashback <laughs> to a time Buck Martinez accidentally put his shoes on a puddle of paste. I can't move. Buck, why is this paste here? I'm glued to the ground. I don't know what to tell you, 
I was just walking, minding my own business, and now I'm stuck in a sticky web of paste. You didn't try to make a scale model of the CN Tower out of construction paper and glitter again, did you? Listen, I got a lot of off-the-clock time, but I'm just trying to keep busy, stay active, keep the old mind wheels turning. You just gotta clean up and put everything back in the yard cupboard when you're done, Buck. Okay, here is the situation we're presented with. Right now, my legs are glued to the ground, and I can't move. I don't want to talk about whose fault it is, but this is the situation we find ourselves in. What I'm going to need to do, do you have a branch? Here, hang on, I'll brace myself against the kitchen counter. Okay, now, don't ruin the model of the CN Tower. I've been making this all <laughs> afternoon, but I do need to get unstuck from the ground. All right. Also... I know what you're thinking. Just step out of your shoes. Not yeah. gonna work. Wait, because, I just thought of an idea. <laughs> okay. Not only am I glued to the ground, but uh -huh. instead of tying my shoes, I glue my feet to my shoes. So, I can't just step out of my shoes, right? Wait, you do you the... sleep in your shoes? Okay, here is the situation. <laughs> that explains these marks on my back. I am glued to the ground. <laughs> All right, you hang on to me. Okay. One, two, three. My feet came off. <laughs> that was the scouting reporter, Dylan Gee. Or G. Uh, brought to you by Paste. Probably. Probably, I think yeah. that goes without saying. I, I think that's the only time that the person's actual name has been sillier than the Buck Martinez name. What did I say? Daryl Gray? De Devin Gray. That would be an awesome name. Yeah. His name is Dylan Geergy. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the Brazilian Steakhouse. <laughs> Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes. That's what they should call him. The Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh, speaking of Jan Gomes and Brazil, <laughs> Jan Gomes is the first person born in Brazil ever to play in the major leagues. Mm -hmm. And he's on our very own Blue Jays. Yeah, he's our Jackie Robinson. He's up to bat right now. Mm. Getting ready to... Aren't you worried that your in? jokes are going to get interrupted by a jubilant celebration? No! Yeah! Hooray! Jan Gomes! Jan Gomes forever! All right. Presidente! Presidente! Called it. That guy's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. MVP. Yeah. R-O-Y. <laughs> How come people don't chant R-O-Y for rookies like they do MVP? We should start that. Yeah. We should just call them Roy. Roy, Roy, yeah. Roy. Or C-Y-A for Cy Young Award. Yeah. C-Y-A. <laughs> C-Y-A. All right. So here's Jan Gomes up again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is it? Johnson? It's Kelly. Uh, Wait, is it? Young Gomes batting ninth? Yeah. That's the ultimate cleanup. Young Gomes All right. uh, has brought five Brazilian things to the Jays clubhouse. Okay. so like He's brought a influences? lot of Brazilian culture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. First of all, he brought Brazilian waxes for all the girls. Ooh. Um, keep in mind, in Brazil, all baseball teams are half girls. Oh, okay. Just to keep the sexy up. So, wait a minute. So who's he waxing? 
No one, it turned out. He was like, Brazilian waxes for all the girls. All the girls. And he, everyone was like, there are no girls. This isn't Brazilian. Brazilian waxes for Colby Rasmus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just Colby Rasmus. Thanks, bro. Bikinis <laughs> don't look great, Colby Rasmus. <laughs> uh, another thing he brought was an anaconda. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. But the purpose of it was to hypnotize Brett Laurie when he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know how snakes get those spiralized sometimes? Yeah, in the movies? Yeah. yeah. Are you thinking of Disney's The Jungle Book? I'm kind of um, doing a mashup between The Jungle Book and Anaconda. <laughs> if you can imagine that. I, yeah. Definitely. If that ever gets made, that will be my favorite movie. <laughs> The greatest snake movie of all time. Yeah. What I want to see is an adaptation of The Jungle Book where Mowgli gets successfully eaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a five minute long one. I feel like they're always kind of like finessing it, and but never really, he doesn't get eaten by anything. Not yeah. the tiger, Shere Khan, not, not the snake. Not Baloo the bear. <laughs> yeah. His alleged friend. His alleged friend and future foe. <laughs> Blue gets hungry. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> you know, and you just run out of prickly pears. Yeah. He's a fucking bear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and furthermore, are there bears in Africa? Probably. I'm going to look it up. No, there's... Oh, well, you've had a computer this whole time when we've been wondering how to pronounce Dylan G. Yeah, but I just find it's better when Steve looks it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's number two. Wow. Yeah, we made a lot of snake milk out of that one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I want to do a flashback to Buck Martinez drinking snake milk in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that on the back burner. Yeah, yeah next, next time. Uh, he brought a Brazil wood tree to plant at third base. Nice. To provide shade to relax in during those long summer games. It's <laughs> <laughs> got real long in the summer. Do they grow pretty fast? Or? No, it's like a full-grown tree and he's just planting it there. Oh, okay. He doesn't realize the Rogers Center. It's a fake place. <laughs> <laughs> Not so real. It'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Still good for him. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you can... Put up half a hammock on that thing. Damn right. <laughs> uh, he brought the that giant statue of Jesus to trade in for the CN Tower. If you guys look at the CN Tower today, you might find it's, it's Jesus now. I did notice something, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, because you thought it might have been the scotch. Yeah, I thought, I thought it could just have been, like, scotch burp hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most people, when they hallucinate, nine times out of the ten, it's a giant Jesus <laughs> yeah. talking to them. Especially if you sense your own impending doom. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. Oh, That's another good me. Buck Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the fifth thing. Uh, that Jan Gomes brought from Brazil mm -hmm. to Toronto mm -hmm. was a subscription to TV Brasil International. Oh, cool. Um, what time is it, Steve? It's 
Oh, okay. So right now on TV Brazil International is a show called Cocoricho, uh, which is about uh, some puppet uh, parrot puppets. <laughs> parrot puppets. Yeah. And Cocoricho is on after Catalendas. Which is another puppet show <laughs> about a sloth with glasses and a bear with a hat. <laughs> yes. That's what I looked up today. <laughs> These are real. These are real. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, before that was A Turma do Perere, which is a peop- full, like full people, not puppets, <laughs> okay. wearing skin-tight suits that make them look like turtles and monkeys. And that show was significant because it marked first Brazil's first... Um, non-puppet-based show. <laughs> that's right. It's a real breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sounds like Jan Gomes is really having a positive uh, effect on the clubhouse in his uh, short Major League uh, tenure thus far. I think I already saw Edwin Encarnacion, uh, when it, after he was done his turn at bat, run up to the clubhouse to catch the end of Cocoricho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and instead show. of drinking water in the dugout, too... Uh, they they just drink cups full of Brazil nuts. Is that another thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to soothe their throats. <laughs> to soothe their tired throats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you guys know uh, Brazil was named after the Brazil wood tree? No. It was a big uh, deal back in the day. What day? Like, colonial days. Oh. Um, like, mostly trade... In Brazil wood trees. What uh, what did Brazil used to be called? Fucking bunch of like the Amazon. <laughs> it wasn't a country before that. Oh okay. Yeah, Portugal oh. took it over. Oh, good for Portugal. Yeah. I don't know, I'll speak Portuguese. There you go. It's the largest uh, Portuguese-speaking country in the world. Fifth largest country in the world, straight up. Yeah, it's a big country. In population and land mass. I really read the shit out of that Wikipedia page today. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's good that one of us comes to this thing prepared every week. <laughs> I just talk about things I hate and that my burps taste like scotch. Yeah, it's a good combo. <laughs> It was. Did it hit the pole? Yeah. It looked like it bounced off the thing. Nope. Home run. <laughs> Jose. 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 Where um, is this? Folks at home, if you're wondering what just happened, Jose Bautista <laughs> you just could probably hit guess. a home run. Which he does all the time again. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. back. Eight home runs this month. So far, he had in April. Yeah, he is back. Is that- this is Kelsey Shea, mm-hmm. who is a Cardinals fan. Fill me in on Kelsey Shea. She was in the Fan Cave 30, mm-hmm. and she and I and Ricardo Marquez did an awesome karaoke version of Total Eclipse of the Heart at Chase Field. Awesome. Yeah. She sung most of the parts, and then Ricardo and I had mostly turned around. Mm-hmm. For the turnaround parts. So you turn, you know, turn around. around. Uh, am I allowed to ask her about meeting her boyfriend? Yeah, I asked her if we were allowed to ask her about that, and we are allowed to. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeremy Dorn is her boyfriend, who is a Dodgers fan, 
And he was in the fan cave 30. Anyway, we can ask her all about it. All right, cool. Hello? Hey, is this Kelsey? This is Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, it's uh, Dave calling uh, on the podcast with Paul Frank here. Hey, Kelsey. Nice to meet you too. Uh, welcome to Sunday afternoon baseball with Paul and Dave. Um, awesome. What are you up? What's going on in San Francisco today? Um. Well, actually, uh, they have this thing going on, kind of crazy, uh, called Bay to Breakers, and it's like a marathon. But then a whole bunch of people come out here and dress crazy and get drunk and follow them. So <laughs> when we were out here. I had to find a quiet place. It's insane. Um, one of my first days in San Francisco, so that's quite interesting. <laughs> so, does this happen every day in San Francisco that people just get drunk and run around? <laughs> you know, it's actually a yearly thing. Um, so, you have to, yeah, schedule an interview on, on a crazy day. <laughs> that's what we do. That's our plan. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you've just recently moved to San Francisco, is that correct? After being a lifelong St. Lucian? How do you St. Louis? Are you from St. Louis? Yeah, I'm from St. Louis. I grew up there. Um, I was living in Orlando uh, January through recently. Um, I work at Disney World. Not anymore, I guess. You heard the the siren song of Mickey Mouse. What did he say? (laughs) Mickey Mouse lured you to Disney World. Yes, he called to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so now you're just traveling around the country. Uh, yeah, well, we had a pretty cool road trip um, from Orlando to St. Louis. St. Louis a little bit. We went to Chicago, And that's with uh, Jeremy, right? Yeah, Jeremy Dorn. Who's uh, of the Fan Cave 50. And you guys met uh, Mm -hmm. through the Fan Cave? Yeah, we did. Uh, Yeah, it was kind of crazy. That's adorable. Like everyone else becoming friends, we just started talking and then, you know, things happen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, I love hearing that. Baseball (laughs) brings people together. (laughs) <laughs> That's something I don't hear enough being a baseball fan up in Canada. Um, tell us about doing karaoke with Dave Barclay. That's a thrill that only a select few have experienced. <laughs> oh, that was definitely one of the highlights of the Arizona trip. It was so much fun. Well, when Ricardo was like, uh, I think I want to do uh, yeah. Eclipse of the uh, Heart. Yeah, total Eclipse total of the Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart, yeah. And he's like, I think I want to do Total Eclipse with the Heart. And I was like, I'm in. And then Dave was, was like, I'm in. And I was like, this is perfect. Um, Can, I'm pretty sure we got one of the biggest applauses of the night. And, and Ricardo and Dave had some pretty epic uh, choreography. Yeah. Dance moves going on. So We turned around we a lot. I'm wondering if we, around, we could maybe recreate around, that. Right? If we could maybe recreate that right now with me being the <laughs> other turnaround guy. It's just something I want to feel. <laughs> I want to be. I just want to feel accepted. Are you willing to do that, Kelsey? Uh, you really have to do the most of the work in the, in the song. <laughs> you want me to sing it right now? 
Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, you have to do the turn around part. That was okay. your part. Yeah, I'll start. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely. Something, something, something. I don't have turn a Turn around. <laughs> you just pressed a button on your phone. <laughs> Every now and then I do. <laughs> Every now and then, that's all you need to know. Yeah. She added in a swearing gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you threw some F bombs into that song there. Oh, I'm thinking about dropping an F bomb right now because these effing Mets are just effing us up today. Sorry, sidetrack. Sorry, Cassie. <laughs> so. Kelsey, the Cardinals won the World Series last year. Uh, yes. For, and now they're winning their division. Mm-hmm. That's not really fair, right? It's not fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> As a Cardinals fan. <laughs> I would love it if we were in a division that we could just win no matter who was on our team every year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you saying about the Cardinals? Is it too easy for us? A little bit, like okay, yeah. no, no offense, but you have the Cubs in your division, and you for at least one more year have the Astros in your division. <laughs> That's not even mentioning the Pirates. Yeah. Oh, and the Pirates. Like, what are we really? This year was going to be a three-horse race with us and the Reds and the Brewers. We didn't, you know, put on a show, pulling out in front of them. So yeah, it stays that way. We haven't been playing too well this week, but. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just one week. You guys will be fine. Yeah, like, here's my impression of the Cardinals' front office. Like, oh, we lost Albert Pujols, so we need someone to replace him. Um, 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 it doesn't matter, because we're going to win the division anyway. <laughs> exactly. I told everyone that. Everyone was so worried about Albert, and I was like, we are fine. Come on. Uh, yeah, and, well, not even, like... Most of this, but, you know, pancakes people are like, oh, the Cardinals aren't going to be as good this year. I thought we were going to be a better team. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, look at what Belfont's been doing. He's been doing great things for us when he's in the lineup, so. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that. I think that... we're going to be completely fine, especially with the extra wild card position, if that uh, is necessary for us. Yeah. Yeah, you turned out to be pretty right about that. Yeah. As a Toronto Blue Jays fan, we are super banking on that extra wild card <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, you guys, you know, you've got some, some stuff going on. <laughs> we don't need your pity, Kelsey. <laughs> we have the first Brazilian-born player in the major leagues. <laughs> He's the Jackie Robinson of our time. <laughs> oh, you're getting some ambient noise here right now. Oh. Oh, the San Francisco's you taking over. <laughs> All right, well, we'll let you get back to the, the crazy party. What's going on there again? Riots? Riots? <laughs> Is it riots? Riots? No, it's not riots. There's crazy people walking down the street dressed funny. Apparently that happens once a year, and then this happens to be the day. Sounds okay. like sounds like we're really just getting caught up in semantics right now. Yeah, burn a cop car for us, Kelsey. <laughs> burn that mother down. <laughs> she's still there. Is she gone? All right. Oh, she's there. I can't really hear you guys. I'm sorry. I tried to find a quiet place. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, okay. Dave said burn a cop car. 
is a crappy story. Yeah. And then they sit, check their system. They're like, Lord Square has three. Go down there, they have none. <laughs> so their system's crappy. Yes. And they're an electronics store. Yeah. How that works. What does that tell you? Yeah. They're just a mafia front. Yeah. I think they maybe want you to buy the more expensive headphones and they're just hiding the, <laughs> <laughs> hiding the deals. Yeah. I find, yeah, like, not only do I always get called bro at the source, <laughs> but, like, yeah, douchey people work there. They do. Yeah. And, yeah. You should go to that Bay Blue Radio. Yeah. Maybe we can get them to sponsor us by giving us headphones. Yeah, Bay Blue Radio, we're looking your direction, guys. Yeah. I think most of the employees of Bay Blue Radio are listening to our podcast. Yeah, we can even do, uh... Bay Bluer Radio is the best. There we yeah, go. let's okay. do some Bay Bluer Radio <laughs> slogans <laughs> to try to like to try to court Bay Bluer Radio into sponsoring yeah. the podcast. Bay Bluer Radio, if you sponsor this podcast, you could have slogans like this. Bay Bluer. <laughs> That's mine. Bay Bluer Radio. Don't be surprised if you drop a battery down the toilet. <laughs> Bay Bloor Radio. It's at the corner of Bay and Bloor. I think they have one of those uh, scramble crosswalks there. Bay Bloor Radio. Nobody knows where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bay Bloor Radio, right near the movie theater. And the Indigo. <laughs> Bay Bloor Radio. Don't spend all your money at the Indigo. You've got laser disc players to buy. <laughs> Put down those Hunger Games trilogies. <laughs> Bay Blue Radio. Buy a friggin' <laughs> laser disc. That's funny. Yeah. Oh man, I remember in the nineties, uh we went to East Hamilton Radio, which is like the Bay Blue Radio of the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they, this is when Laserdisc first came out. Yeah. Right? So uh, I was there with Liam and Liam's dad. And Liam's dad was shopping for something, and the guy wanted to demo the Laserdisc player. He's like, hey, uh, the kids, they like Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, hell yeah, we like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so we sat in these, like, like brown leather 90s recliner chairs where they had this like 90s sound system on and they played Mortal Kombat 
<laughs> for me and Liam while uh, the guy tried to like gouge Liam's dad a little bit. <laughs> so did he get it? The laser dad? No. No. Liam's dad knows what he's doing. He's a savvy fellow. <laughs> so uh, we're playing the New York Mets today. We sure yeah, are. Yeah. Uh, short for Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you guys some uh, some uh, urban issues questions. Uh, what do you guys prefer, city, country, or suburbs? City, all the way. Um, city kind of gets on my nerves though sometimes. Like living yeah, here. Yeah, now that we like, that's where I want to live. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you want so to comedy, to... it's where you want to live. Yeah, but... it's so hard to do anything. Like everything's always sold out. But then there's things to do. On the other side of it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. I feel the suburbs were a good place to grow up. Yeah. But. I wouldn't want to grow up in the city. Because a lot of times you grow up in the city, you don't learn how to drive because you don't yeah. need to. You know, I know a lot of people who have grown up here that just got their licenses super late. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, a lot of people don't feel comfortable like, letting their kids just roam around in the city because they might join a street gang. Yeah. Well, the first thing I did when I moved here was join a street gang. Yeah. Which one? Uh, the Bowery Boys? The Paul Frank Five. <laughs> <laughs> so you started a street gang. Yeah, I started this one. <laughs> was Steve in the gang? Steve was very much in the gang. Was it really two people and the five was aspirational? Yeah, it just alliterated better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worked better than the Paul Frank Two. Yeah. The Paul Frank Two just sounds... Like, like we're just a gay couple, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If you didn't live in the city, though, Steve, would you rather live in the country or suburbs? Uh, suburbs, I guess, because at least there's something around. And I lived in the country for like two months on my grandparents' farm, and it was very boring. You lived on a farm? Yeah, for like two months. Wow. In Manitoba? Yeah. I have trouble picturing that for yeah. some reason well it wasn't like an at, they they didn't really do the farming anymore they had like contracted out to mm. someone so oh okay they, I wasn't actually you know so you weren't up at the crack of dawn milking no, cows no, no, no. Yeah. you didn't help a cow give birth no no so huh. it was just like a house in the middle of nowhere hmm yeah then you just end up drinking and driving, and that's my understanding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Other country. Yeah. But you can be one with nature. Eh, overrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the weekend, okay, but not every day. Mm, just yeah. crazy. There's no one around. So, would you get a cottage to go up to on the weekend? You think? Uh, maybe. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want a cottage. I'd have to look after it. I think stuff. ideally, like city but i don't maybe a slightly smaller city close to this city you know what i mean like hamilton yeah i kind of miss hamilton sometimes hamilton is pretty great it's awesome it's like yeah it's like you know it's less than an hour away from here and i don't know yeah i rarely miss mississauga yeah kind of a nowhere place but i did have fun there like just in parks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
in my BMX bike. And you guys get a sweet burrito, boys. Yeah. My burrito, boys, is great. Uh, okay, uh, what do you guys think we can do about urban sprawl? Uh, push it to the limit, bro. <laughs> See how far it'll go. Yeah. And then burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve? Uh, just say no. Say no to urban sprawl. Uh, Paul Frank going with the carton of cigarette solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overindulge. Yeah. yeah. To make them never want to urban sprawl again. <laughs> I think that's what Mississauga did. Oh, I have one more discussion question. Oh, perfect. Uh, good. Gentrification, good or bad? Um, I want to especially hear this from you, Paul, because you used to live in Parkdale. Is it good or bad? Uh, yeah. Like when yeah, Parkdale no, I, was under threat of being gentrified, were you like, bring it on? Or are you like, ah, oh, this place will never be the same? Um... I lived in a pretty rough part of Parkdale, so like I think I was probably, uh, I was probably um, in favor of it, you know. Like, I don't know, kind of want a neighborhood to bounce back strong, right? Yeah, yeah. But some people are but like, then they then it like loses its identity too, right? Yeah, yeah. And the poor people have to move somewhere else. I don't know. As a homeowner, are you in favor of gentrification here? Yeah, I would say so. You know, your investments yeah, the pay property like value goes a up. million fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say yeah. I, I I'm in favor of it. You know, if you're buying somewhere, right? So like buy low, sell high kind of thing. Yeah, and people yeah. are going. If I bought a house, I'd be really pulling for this neighborhood to have like, like fucking seven Starbucks across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Just lining that railway. Yeah. Where the train tracks used to be. <laughs> yeah. I know. I if they closed uh, my like, favorite roti shop, I'd be sad because I lived in, you know. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it gets a little yeah. homogenized. It'd be good if you can compromise and kind of retain the character or, while still Yeah, I mean, getting, I live at, not being poverty stricken. I, I live at Young and St. Clair now, so you want to talk about gentrification. There's like no character to that neighborhood. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get my morning coffee at Starbucks instead of out of a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if we had a New York sweep this week. Yeah, that would look good on the resume. Mm-hmm. When we're applying for other jobs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Destroyed the city of New York like King Kong. Yeah. That's what I want to put on my resume. <laughs> no, you can. I just want to, like, make as many references to King Kong in my resume as possible. <laughs> just change your name to King Kong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you get an interviewer who's really into King Kong, you've hit the jackpot. He's just like, you are fucking hired. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Which would be weird if he said that right after he said that. Well, you'd just be amped. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sometimes when you get really amped up, you just there's spillover swears. Mm-hmm. And you're not angry, but yeah, just how it goes. Okay, guys. Oh, hey, Paul. I got something to tell you. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Okay, so we're playing the Mets today. That's true. Um, and according to a recent Forbes poll, uh, Mr. Met, the New York Mets mascot, uh, was uh, voted the most beloved mascot in sports. Far-fetched. That's yeah. like... You think that's far-fetched? I love that. He's Mr. Matt. He's a I've barely heard of Mr. Matt, though. People love him. He's the guy with the baseball for a head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think he's awesome. I like him better than the Philly Fanatic. No way, man. No, that's, I think he's better. Um, <laughs> now, before the Mets struck gold with Mr. Matt, though... <laughs> Wait, are you not going out and coming back in as the Philly Fanatic? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> Before they struck gold with Mr. Met, there were actually uh, five previous mascots that they tried out that didn't pan out. Oh, okay. Like in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, in the 60s. And here to talk about this is Mr. Met. Now, I have to go to the washroom. <laughs> But oh. don't let Mr. Oh. Met start without me. I really want to hear what his voice sounds like. Oh, you're going to miss Mr. Met. I got to go pee. Oh, I, all I taste is it? scotch. No, all, all I right. taste is scotch. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Met. You got a really you good head. Hello, yeah. boys. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Pretty mm. good, Mr. Met. Yeah, you really do have a big head. Well, it's good to see you too, Dave Barclay. You really walk Steve around Pookin. like a mascot. Where's Paul? Uh, he went to the washroom, but yeah. don't worry about him. He's pinching one out, is he? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. He had a late night last night. Well, I'm Mr. Met, <laughs> as you know. America's most beloved mascot. So refined and debonair. You probably didn't think I sounded like this, did you? I didn't think so. Mm. Well, I have five predecessors who were not as beloved as I. Oh, yeah, Paul mentioned this. Yes, where is he? Having a poo? Yep. (laughs) Excellent. I'm going to start without him. Hopefully he'll join us in a fort with. (laughs) Well, the first mascot that they tried out was a mascot by the name of Mr. Mensch. Mr. Mensch. This is the father of recently retired Major League journeyman Kevin Mensch. Oh, okay. Not the Yiddish word, Mensch. No. No. <laughs> he was originally hired because his name sounded kind of like Met. Uh, much like all Menches before and all Menches to follow, Mr. Mensch was fired three games into his mascot career for being bad at everything. <laughs> Second such mascot was named Mr. Net. Oh, Mr. Net. Mr. Net. That's what the man. Sounds yeah. like Mr. Met. Well, Mr. Met was Mr. Net was also hired because his name sounded a lot like Met. Yeah. Basically, Mr. Net was a naked, morbidly obese man, hopelessly tangled in a fishing net. <laughs> he soon left the Mets organization to c- pursue a career in politics. <laughs> <laughs> was that? Uh... That New Gingrich? That was, uh, he's currently the mayor of your city, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> Buzzing! <laughs> uh, then we had uh, the third such mascot was Mr. A Jar of Bees. <laughs> and this was more or less a jar of bees. Right. It doesn't sound like Matt, even. Well, after a brief stint, stint as Matt's mascot, the Matt's front office mutually parted ways with Mr. A Jar of Bees when they accidentally left him on a bus. 
<laughs> Feel bad for the people on that bus. What is it? Is Contained jar of bees. The bees had died within a few hours. Their lifespan's really not that long. It was a oh. brief band aid solution. So it was a jar of dead bees. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> not a great mascot. No. Not as great a mascot as I. <laughs> of course not. Uh, the fourth was uh, Mr. Roller Skates. <laughs> Mr. Roller Skates would have become uh, history's first roller skate wearing mascot. Except that he always lost his roller skates before the game. Mm. He would frequently interrupt games by announcing on the PA system, uh, just give me five minutes, I think I know where they are. Uh, And also, uh, what if today I just pretended to roller skate? Also, he said, uh, has anyone seen my roller skates? And he said, uh, are you my roller skates sometimes? (laughs) Uh, And once he said, uh, wait, I think I see my roller skates. Oh, no. Wait, no, no. Those are roller skates, but they're not my roller skates. Oh, he could have just taken them, probably. Yeah, that's what happened. So Mariner Musa ended up being the first one. Didn't he have those roller blades on or roller skates? Yes, but it would have been Mr. Roller Skates. Yeah, it would have been. If he only. clean up his act. And finally, there was Mr. Rogers. Yes, that is the Mr. Rogers uh, who went on to form Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He was briefly the Mets mascot, but he was fired for uh, too many racial slurs. Oh, wow. And that was before he cleaned up his act. Yeah, I guess that really hit home. He also got drunk and threw up in his sweater a bunch. (laughs) Disgusting. I have to go. My neck is broken from big head syndrome. Oh, thank you for joining us, Mr. Matt. I hope your neck feels better. Well, apologize to Paul, won't you? Oh, we'll pass that along. Okay. Every time I burp, I taste scotch. Is that mm. is that bad? I think that's part of having a giant head. Mm. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hey, Paul. Okay. Uh, bad news. Oh, Mr. Every... Matt was here. And he had to go. You missed him again. What did he sound like? I can't describe it to you. Steve, can you describe it to me? Um, not really. Kind of indescribable. Definitely not like Mr. Belvedere. Okay. Well, as long as you didn't sound like Mr. <laughs> Belvedere. <laughs> Alright, so this is a game that we can play. Okay. And uh, the game is... I'm going to sing a line from a song. Alright. And you have to tell me, is it from West Side Story or Mets the Musical by David Barclay? Okay. All right, here we go. When you're a Met, you're a Met all the way from your first cigarette till your last dying day, roll strawberry. No, that's from West Side Story. Steve's right. Oh, Steve's always right. It's tricky because it sounds like West Side Story, but in West Side Story, it's the Jets, not the Mets. Yeah, the Jets, and they don't talk about Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. All right, here's another one. I'm so stupid. (laughs) You might get this one, Tom. Okay. Uh, Probably not, though. Okay. Lucas Duda. I once met a Matt named Lucas Duda. That is definitely from West Side Story. Steve, what do you say? That's a musical, I'm going to have to say. Steve is right again. Oh, I'm always wrong. And West Side Story, it's Maria. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, that makes more sense. You know what? I I think I'm getting too caught up in the melody. Mm, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think a lot of these are trick questions. The melodies are very similar. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, here's one. Hmm. Listen to the whole thing. Okay. Okay. I feel pretty. West Side Story. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and bright. Yeah, that's uh, West Side Story. Oh, what do you say? West Side Story. No, it's from Mets the Musical. Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. Because right after that comes, and I pity any girl who isn't David Wright. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. But you're doing pretty good, Steve. You got two and pause zero. I have zero. Yeah. I just thought, like, my new strategy is to agree with Steve. Yeah. It's normally a good strategy. Yeah. Okay, okay. here's one. G, Officer Crop Key. Crop you. I say Matt's the musical. Steve? Uh, West Side Story. Paul's right this time. Oh! Because what you don't know is that at that point in the musical, this gang of children is addressing both Dylan G and the character Officer Cruppy at the same time. Oh. oh. So like G pointing to one guy, then Officer Krupke. I see. Krupp, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Because G joins the New York police force. <laughs> <laughs> Like the other people on the meds are not happy about. Mm. All right. Um, okay, here's the last one. Okay. Boy, boy, crazy boy, get cool, boy. You got a rocket in your pocket. Keep coolly cool, boy. That's a musical. Oh, what do you say? I say it's both. You're both wrong. It's from the musical Brett Laurie and the Snake. (laughs) (laughs) The snake's talking to Brett Laurie at that point, telling him to calm down with his hypnotizing eyes. You guys remember from that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) An anaconda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yan Gomes brought from Brazil. That's what they call a callback, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. 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 No, you guys know that. You didn't go to comedy school. Um, yeah. Well, we lost to the Mets, but we put up a good fight. We had a lot of fun. We remembered what it was like to lose to a team from New York. Hasn't happened in a while. We it's don't enjoy year. it, but there's not much we can do about it now. For Thanks. Sunday Afternoon Baseball with Paul and Dave, I'm Paul Frank. My name is Dave Barkley. And I'm producer Steve Pukin. Go fuck yourselves, everyone. Wait, no. Not yet. Wait, what? We gotta thank... Uh, oh, Andy. thanks, Kelsey Shea. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Steve Pukin. <laughs> thanks, Pukin. Paul Frank. And uh, thank you, Dave. <laughs> Go! Thanks, Paul. <laughs> You're welcome. Go fuck yourselves, everybody. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. Fuck you.